Welcome everyone to the first episode. Edwin, this is the first ever. We've been talking about this for, I don't know, quite some time. Um, for those of you that don't know, Jeremy Ritz left his W-2 job as a, as a principal on July 1st. Right? July 1st. July 1st. So, you know, he took that, that step and that, that leap of faith into himself and decided that he wanted to be his own boss. So he fired his employer. <laughs> um, and that, that's what we're that's what we're about here at Replace Your Employer, right? We're all about teaching people how to leave a, a position, a job, a career, a life that they don't want to be a part of anymore and be in charge of their own life. So it's not necessarily about just their employer. It's about life in general. So we help people make the, all kinds of those different changes. Like, right. So this is episode one. This is the Courage Pays Better Than Fear podcast. Number one, the inaugural show and this whole process, we're, we're not just talking about making money. Obviously, that's part of the title that courage does pay better than fear, but also too the rewards that lie on the other side of pushing through that fear, confronting what it is that you're afraid of. Those rewards, those intangible things like more time with your family, just a general sense of satisfaction. We're going to get into all of that on our show. And again, this is the, the first episode and really what we wanted to spend some time talking about today, Edmund. Um, and we've known each other for what, 20, 20 years? 20 years. At this 20 years. Believe it or not. So yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm still the better looking one. <laughs> we'll let, uh, we'll let people out here to yeah. tell that. But what, what we want to spend some time doing today is just talk about how we got here. And I'll say Edmund was instrumental in getting me to have the courage to believe in myself and take the leap. And he really was the pioneer through this process. So if you want to talk about how you kind yeah. of started your journey. You know, my journey, my journey started a little over seven years ago, um, where uh, my buddy, John Barbado, he's a mortgage broker at the time, um, was getting ready to refinance my home. And basically told me like, Hey, Edmund, like, you know, I go, I went through your finances. I, I think there's a better way for you to pay for your home other than a mortgage. And I'm just like, what in the world are you talking about? And he was like, you know, I just met this gentleman, Michael Lush. He owns this company, part of Replace Your Mortgage. It was at some banquet down in Florida and he got to know Michael a little bit. And he said, you know, there's a much better way for you to pay your, your home, pay for your home. There's a different loan product out there. And it's called a home equity line of credit. And I'm like, I heard all about home equity lines of credit. They're variable interest rates. They're in second position. I want nothing to do with that. Um, he was like, no, I think you need to you know, really take a close look at um, this book, Replace Your Mortgage. So long story short, I dove into it, had a discovery call with the company, actually spoke to Michael, went through and the consultation, and he went through the math with me on a calculator, literally on a computer and said, Edmund, you can have your house paid off in about eight years from 28 years. And I'm in the education field. So I'm like, all right, this needs to process a little bit. I went through it and I'm looking at the math and I'm just like, this math works on this. And I even took it to my math teachers at school and like to try to get them to debunk the whole thing. And they're just like, now, nah, like if there's really this home equity line of credit product out there, this will work. So jumped on board with that. Um, that, that worked tremendously well for me and my family. We were able to knock uh, about 20 years off of what we owed on our primary residence at the time. Um, got it all the way down to where our home was basically a year away from being paid off. And then my wife and I just purchased our, our dream home here in Land Landenburg, Pennsylvania, closer to this guy. I don't know why. Um, man, it, before I go any further, I'm this gonna, is his birthday gift. This, this is, is, this is my birthday gift. It's a Carolina Reaper. All right? right. 
Now, I did eat one of these. We both ate one of these about a week ago, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I picked this up and I touched my nose and it's burning. So if my nose is running, that's what it is. I'm just glad I didn't touch my eyes or anything else. So I keep that in mind. Um, but back to my story. Um, got involved, just loved Replacer Mortgage, started telling the story about you know how it worked for me and my family. Got involved more in the company um, to where actually now I'm, I'm, I'm part owner in the company, um, but started doing sales for them and killed it, right? Was doing very, you know, relatively well in sales, but still there was that part of me to were like, you know, what do you want to do? And, and, you know, you're still in this W-2 job as an assistant principal. I, don't get me wrong. I loved my job. I loved being an assistant principal. I loved working with the kids. I even loved working for the county that I, that I was working in. Um, so it was nothing against them. It was nothing against, you know, any of that. It was just the fact that my, my second son was born and I knew any further in that career was going to be principal. And, and you've been a principal for how long were you principal Seven for? Years. What kind of hours do principals put in? So you're looking at like, you know, you're there no later than 715. And if you're lucky, you're out of there by 415. But that's that's like a prize day. Yeah. A typical day, you know, you're there till five, six, seven, ten o'clock at night, depending on if you have a night event. And Evan brings up there was a moment. So my wife used to watch um, Edmund's first son. So our kids are the same age. They, mm -hmm. They're growing up together, which is a great thing for our families. Did we plan that, by the way? Uh, I think we did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we're good planners. Yeah, see? we are. <laughs> <laughs> we're good planners. Uh, we can take that joke somewhere else, but we're not going to. <laughs> but anyway, I remember he came over to my house and got out of his, his car. And he's like, man, he's like, and I, I don't think I've ever seen him so dejected. And just depressed, he's like, "I got something's got to happen. Something's got to change." And that was it. Was literally yeah. that moment. I remember a couple that. weeks after that, where things just things changed. changed. I I reached out to Michael Lush and I said, "Michael, you know what do I got to do uh, to be an entrepreneur? Right? I want to be in charge of my own life. What do I got to do?" And that's when he said, "Simple question, right? So something so simple." He goes, "What do you like doing? What, what's your interest?" And I'm just like, "I've always been interested in real estate, but I have no clue where to start." And then he was like, go call Nate Lambert. And I'm just like, that's your answer? Like, go call Nate Lambert? And I'm just like, I'm asking you. I'm not asking Nate. And he's like, well, I'm not a real estate investor. Like, But I know we have professionals in our group that can take you to that next level. And I'm just like, Nate Lambert? And I started reaching out to Nate, following Nate. And I'm like, okay, this guy's killing it in real estate. And he's a coach. So let me reach out to Nate. Um, and I did. Uh, you, you know, nothing's free in this world. Did I have to spend a pretty penny to get involved with Nate and be on his team? But absolutely. Would I do it again? Absolutely. I had to pay for replacement mortgage. Glad I did it. Would have paid them double the amount knowing what I know now. Had to pay to get involved with Nate Lambert. Would have paid him double the amount knowing what I know now. So, you know, that whole concept of, you know, having to pay someone for their time. In the beginning, when you're not an entrepreneur, it's a little scary and it's a little confusing. Um, but once you become an entrepreneur and you understand like your time is money and your the value and your knowledge of what you know and what you're able to give to people is 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 you know not only does it help people but you're able to use it to make a living. You need to do it, right? So I went out. I went out and linked up with Nate, and within my first four to six months, um, completed a, a wholesale transaction and a, a fix and flip through seller financing, which is something really cool that we talk about in the real estate side of things, uh, made a profit of about $46,500 month one, or I'm sorry, month four, apologize, month four. 
So that was about almost as much as I cleared as an entire year as being a principal. Now, understand when I say cleared, I'm talking about after taxes and all that stuff was taken out. I made about 110,000 as an assistant principal, but I only brought home about 50, 60, right? So I'm like, okay, this is the money I live off of. And then that's when Nate explained to me, it was like, yeah, you don't need to replace your whole 110. You just need to replace that 50 or 60,000 in order to support yourself for the year. And I was like, light bulb went off. I'm like, I did that in one month. So technically I could maybe do one more flip and take the rest of the year off. And he was like, absolutely. That's if you just wanted to be mediocre and, you know, replace your mortgage, replace your university is all about breaking, you know, the, um, about breaking barriers and financial mediocrity, right? It's all about taking everything to the next level. We're not looking for, you know, we're not Dave Ramsey fans. Like, you know, Dave Ramsey, he he does a great job speaking to individuals that need to give need to get their budget under control and learn how to budget. But our audience and people that we're talking to, right, are people that have mastered their budget and are willing to take their finances to a next level. You just need to be able to think outside the box. Right. And so being that this is called the Courage Pays Better Than Fear podcast, I mean, something I think would be very valuable for the listeners is that moment when you had to transition from your W-2 job to being your being responsible for your income, insurance, all those things. Talk to us about how you pushed that fear. What were those feelings that you mm-hmm. were experiencing? How how scared were you? Were you scared? Yeah. Um, walk us through that process, what that looked like to finally push you to make that decision. So I use this analogy all the time. Um, it, it was kind of like jumping out of an airplane. Never that I, I never jumped out of an airplane, but I was a biology teacher, you know, thanks to Dan Crape and Evan Cohn and those guys out there, Mr. Swacky. These are all my teachers uh, that I used to work with who are just phenomenal and super smart people. Um, I kind of understand the biology side of things. So if you're up in an airplane, the first time you're getting ready to jump out, your body won't even allow you to do it, right? That's why technically you have to jump tandem with somebody strapped to your back and they have to push you out the door. The reason why is because your brain is wired fight or flight, right? If your life is in danger and your brain thinks that you're physically going to kill or harm yourself, it will protect you through fight or flight. And if you're trying to jump out of an airplane, your body's not going to allow you. You have to have someone to literally push you out of that airplane. You fall, you land, parachute opens, everything works perfectly. You've completely rewired your brain over that fear part, right? So you are no longer thinking about the fear. You're like, oh my gosh, that worked. I made it. I'm alive. This is awesome. That's where I was in my moment of, you know, do I, what do I do? Um, My compelling why, and this is what I tell people all the time, you have to find your compelling why, and it's got to be stronger than your fear, okay? My fear of losing my children because I wasn't home and because I know what happens as an assistant principal when dad's not around, nothing to single moms, single moms, you do an outstanding job out there. Just the bottom line is when there's not a father figure around, things really do change. And I didn't want my kids growing up because I work 70, 80 hour work weeks, looking at someone else as their hero, right? Someone else is their role model because I watched that happen with not only myself growing up, but you know, so many other kids that I was in charge of and Jeremy was in charge of. When dad's not around, other people will fill that role, okay? And usually it's not people that have your children's mind, your, their chil- your children's um, heart at mind, right? So it's typically the wrong individuals. 
And I didn't want that. I knew where that led. Um, so that fear of that fear of, you know, getting a divorce and ending up on my own because I was that workaholic, um, that completely changed everything for me. Having kids, my mom said it all the time, wait till you have children. And I just, I never thought that that would, you know, resonate with me, but it, it did. And that was my fear. My That was my fear, right? And that fear definitely outweighed the fear of, can I do this on my own? I got the right people in my corner. I have Michael Lush and his team. I have all these supportive individuals in my circle, right? Your network is your net worth. And I knew my network was strong. So I painted myself in the corner and I said, I'm going all in, as Nate Bailey would say, right? All in, right? So I went all in and I, I went for it. Um, and the worst that was going to happen was I was going to fail and I was going to learn from it. And I could very easily went back into the position of assistant principal, probably anywhere in Delaware, PA or Maryland. So that was that's what it was for me. Um, and I just might add, yeah. Edmund was a damn good assistant principal, too. I mean, we, <laughs> and we talked together, right? Yeah. Read that. Yeah, that was pretty wild. He, um, he was a special ed teacher. I was the regular. <laughs> <laughs> that was the flip. I was the English teacher. And, you know, we had a, a, a challenging group to work with, but, you know, we loved our kids. That was a, a fun time. Our but kids killed it, by the way. They like, did. So we had, so the school basically said, all right, Edmund and Jeremy, Edmund, you're a great special education teacher. We have a lot of at-risk kids you need to work with. Jeremy was a phenomenal English teacher. And they were like, we're going to give you the most difficult kids that have already failed the state test, right? And we need you guys to work with these kids to get them to pass. And we had like one of the highest pass rates. I forget exactly. 80, what, 82%, 82%. I remember. 82%. <laughs> that is unheard of with the group of kids that we were working yeah. with. All amazing kids, just difficult backgrounds and stuff. But um, that we killed it. These kids killed it. Um, that was, that was definitely, that was a super proud moment that I think both of you and I had, we, we were great together. Which makes this so much more fun being that finally we are re reunited in a sense. Again, we, we taught together, we started our teaching careers together and now we're back together here. I mean, who would have thought that, you know, just a couple months ago, I came, I kind of had a similar yeah, he had a sim He had a similar experience. I mean, I remember it. Um, I always used to tell my wife all the time, like, babe, if there's one person that I could get on board that I know would absolutely crush it with, you know, replacing his employer and being in charge of his own life, it would be Jeremy Ritz. And, you know, he, she always said, do you think he would do it? Do you think he would do it? I was like, I just, I know he's so caught up at work and he's so good at what he does being a principal. And he takes that job very seriously. I was like, I just, I'm just not sure. I said, but I know if I could get him on the other side, he would absolutely kill it. And I saw a moment where he and I met for the first time, first or second time, where we were taking our kids to the same karate class. And prior to that, I mean, we see each other all the time now, but prior to that, we would see each other maybe two, three, four times a year at the most, um, sometimes less. And, you know, but we still remain in contact, right? That's how you know you have a good friend. You cannot see each other for a year, get back in touch. And it's just like things never, things take off right where they left. Um, so I saw it in his eyes and I'm just like, bro, like what, what's wrong? And he was like, this is one of the first times that I got to literally be at my kid's karate. And he's been in it for what, a year at that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, man, like I see it in this guy's hurting. And he's able to read me pretty well. I'm able to read him pretty well. I think it's the same mindset or whatever, but I'm just like, Jeremy, like, what is it? He was just like, work, man. 
He was like, I'm so tired. He was like, I love, you know, I love the job. You know, I'm good at what I do, but I just, I just want to be with my family. And he's he like, I just don't know how I'm going to do that. He was like, I'm putting in for a position um, and I'm, I'm going to go for it. It's more of a nine to five position in the education field. And this boy kills it in interviews. I mean, he was the youngest assistant <laughs> principal in, in the county that we worked in, I believe, um, at the time. And he just, he, he, whatever he does, he just murders it. I mean, he, he does a great job. And I was confident he was going to get this job. I'm like, all right, he'll be fine. He's going to get this nine, eight to four job, you know, doing curriculum writing and all of that. And how'd that turn out? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it didn't turn out. I'm glad it didn't turn out. It did not turn out at all. And I think I was in a position where I thought like, I, again, like Edmund was saying, I kind of got promoted early, became a, a principal early and, you know, almost 14 years as either an assistant principal, principal, the only way to go was to keep going up as superintendent. And to be honest with you, I didn't want it. Anymore. Didn't want it. Yeah. No, that was did, my problem. I, I didn't I want dislike it at the time. Yeah. I disliked it. And when you're at a point where you don't like what you do, that's a miserable existence. And I got three young children at home. I got my wife. It wasn't fair to them. Um, and you know, it, it was scary, but in talking to Edmund, I call, I'm like, dude, something's got to change. It was a Sunday. I called him. I said, yeah, I, something's got to change. Well, and I met with him the following Thursday. Yeah. So he met with me on Thursday yeah. and said, I said, bring all your, bring all your income, what you make, what you net every month. Right. So after taxes and stuff and bring all of your expenses and we're going to go through and we need to figure out your bottom line, right? What's your bottom line? How much money do you need to make, right? How much money do you have in reserves? All of that. And we just simple math, right? Because I know all these different ways that people can replace their employer, right? You can do it through real estate investing, which is what I'm doing. You can do it through day trading, swing trading, which is what Jeremy's doing. You can do it through coaching, which is what Nate Bailey does, right? You could do it through owning businesses, which is what Michael and Matt do. Um, There's just so many different ways to replace your employer. And I said, you know, I I wasn't going to steer him in any one direction. And I said, let's put the numbers up there. And I said, are we allowed to share numbers? Do you care? I don't care. All right. So I'm going to share your number. Yeah, that's all right. I'll share my number. (laughs) Right. So right around, I think it was like $8,500 that you needed to. Yeah. After taxes. After taxes and stuff. That was my take home. The take home was about $8,500. Okay. So that was the salary, $157. Yeah. 157 dollars $157, yeah. a year, 8500 a month is what he needed to bring home. But he was putting money away in savings. He was putting money away in his home equity line of credit and all of that. When you're starting a business, you don't really plan for that piece. So I was like, all right, what's the bottom line that you need to clear to pay your bills? And it was like around five grand. Yep. So I'm like, Jeremy, do you realize there's so many ways when you have your own time and you are able to use your mind? to come up with $5,000 a month. Like you think that is so difficult to do. Knowing the people that we know and being involved in the network that we're involved in, that is not hard to do. You can do that very easily. In fact, he just made that last month in August, right? Just, About $5,500, what was yeah, it? Just, just day trading. Just day trading, right? So Jeremy decided to go the day trading route. And I showed him real estate and how real estate makes money. I showed him how day trading, swing trading and cryptocurrency and all that makes money. I showed him how, you know, operating a business, right? Owning an S corporation, an LLC, all of that, how that makes money. And Jeremy chose. 
Um, I think what happened was he resonated very well with um, Jeremy Newsom, who was another phenomenal individual that's in our group. Um, they just resonated very well together. And I, I had a feeling Jeremy was going to go that route because he's just, you know, he analyzes things. And I knew the way he analyzes things, he would be great at analyzing the candlesticks and the charts and all of that with, with uh, you know, with day trading and swing trading. I mean, you just had your best day. No. Two days ago, right? <laughs> past four days, I had two $1,000 days. Past two $1,000 days. Past four days. Okay. Who in the world do you guys know that can just sit home, be in charge of their own schedule, be home with their kids, help out at home, be with their wife, and sit in front of a computer, analyze some candlesticks, click a couple buttons? Now, I am studying. Yeah, he's studying. He's studying. He's yeah, studying. He's I'm, definitely I'm, studying. Yeah. So, so, you know, you got, I mean, I, I think you hired Jeremy personally yeah, to, Jeremy to work, personally. to work with you. Yep. Right. So when you, when you want the best, you hire the best. Okay. So you don't, don't, don't skip out on that. Right. You are investing in yourself. Yes. You're spending money for on other people, but they're sharing their knowledge with you, which is priceless, right? You can, sometimes you can't even put a price tag on that. So, you know, that's something Jeremy and I have been talking about doing. We've been wanting to coach individuals through this process, literally one-on-one. We'll talk more about that later. That's coming. I still got to talk it over with the boss and all that good stuff. Um, but that, you know, we're here, right? That That's what we're all about. We're helping individuals make those um, make those those changes in life. And right now, we're literally following Jeremy's documentary on, you know, month, you're on month three. Yeah, like, really last, last, so July was like my vacation month. Yeah, I took, was, I took July off. I was covered. August was really the first month where I started getting after it. Um, just a shout out to uh, Michael Lush, Matt Workman, uh, all their support in creating Replace Your School. So that's oh, what yeah. we're running now. Um, but uh, what what you can expect from this podcast, again, Edmund's been doing this for several years now. Uh, just a quick story too, to back up. I remember the first time he told me about a HELOC. I'm like, dude, scam. <laughs> scam i'm not even touching this but i've had a heat lock since 2017 it has changed uh my life our our family's financial lives and you know uh this is a dude that i can trust and again it that moment when i went to him in april i'll never forget i called him the next day from work i'm like dude i'm I'm resigning i'm, yeah, I'm done I, I am not doing this and i walked over handed my boss my letter and that was it. And it felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders. And I can tell you that I have not looked back. I have not missed one second of what I used to do. I love my new life. And, uh, you know, a lot of it's credit to much of it is credit to Edmund and him showing me the opportunity. That's what we want to do with this podcast. Again, it's to show people the opportunity. Right. Because yeah. courage does pay better than fear. I lived in fear forever. How am I going to place one hundred fifty seven thousand yeah. dollars? But you don't know what you don't know. We're going to show through this podcast um we plan on doing these weekly yeah um you know the different challenges that we do with the the reapers the rucks all kind of craziness we're gonna have some fun here and try to you know share our experiences so what when when am i supposed to eat this are you, are you gonna eat it now? i mean so yesterday was my birthday so i'm 42 years old right and this is what he gives me for a birthday present you know, this is the hottest pepper in the world. And this is what he gives me. I can think of a whole lot of other things that he could have gave me. I know, I know, but, but we will be doing challenging things like this. Um, we just went on our, uh, one of my, it was my second time rucking. So if you don't know what rucking is, it's where you put these heavy weights in your backpack and you're rucking through the woods, up, down hills, 
we were supposed to do 10 miles. We ended up doing six. Yeah, we, we cut, cut and, short. And we punished ourselves. So our punishment was we had to go home and we had to eat uh, a ghost pepper that weekend when we went on vacation together. So now we're going over a little bit of our 20 minutes, but I, I'm enjoying this. Like, yeah. I think I think this is going to be it fun. Be good. And listen, this is going to be the only place where you're going to find out little nuggets like this. Did you know that? His his one of his nicknames when he taught was Cupcake. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. So Michael and Matt, I know that you you guys are probably gonna hey, Mike, that up. Michael and Matt know enough <laughs> enough that goes on in my life, especially with my wonderful mother, who I love to death. That my friends just man, they, they give her a hard time. I think it was because she was attractive when she was younger, but my buddy Paul gives her a hard time, and somehow he let the cat out the bag, and now everybody you know, still gives me the business. And I'm just nice. like, you know what? You guys are rude. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know, you know, that's what friendships are all about. So we are going to have, this is going to be a fun podcast. Again, this is our first episode. Um, you know, we'll probably upgrade the studio, yes. we'll upgrade the camera work and everything, but we, we didn't want to hesitate. We wanted to get the first episode out here again. This is episode number one. Courage pays better than fear podcast. I am Jeremy Ritz. Edmund Fontana. Cupcake. <laughs> we will see you next week for episode number two. Please make sure that you like us and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Share this with your family and friends. Reach out to us if you have questions. Uh, you can put those in the comments. And we can't wait to see you back for episode number two. What are we going to talk about next time? Probably about how hot this Reaper was. Yeah, there we go. So, <laughs> All right. Everybody take care. <laughs>